So without further ado, let me do some housekeeping and from there we will start our show. First, please let your microphone be muted. If you have any questions, please do put them in the chat. We have time slot dedicated for live Q&A and uh, hopefully it will be towards the end. But if you have anything uh, towards the middle time, we will also take it. We will be running polls during our uh, session, so please help us respond. There will be a feedback survey and some links shared with you to uh, connect with us. And the session will be recorded live and streamed to YouTube directly. So if you want to share it, you can share it. Uh, meanwhile, it's time to introduce myself and then I will introduce the X Talks since Maurice needs to know more. I'm more than welcome. My name is Rudy Shushani. I am the host and moderator. With that, I will talk about a little bit on, about the X Talks. The X Talk is Digital Transformation Talks. We've been here now. This is season two. This is the 20th, I think, episode. We are trying to bring the society and the IT community related to digital transformation into one platform. And hopefully this will be a platform of choice. With that, we talk about different things, which is uh, skills, technology, strategy, uh, culture, uh, cybersecurity. We hosted different people. We hosted politicians. We hosted policymakers. We hosted, we hosted governmental people. We hosted different people that are related. And today we are hosting our coach. Let me introduce her quickly. She's a coach and she is into the HR world of skills. And what do you want to call them, Pega more? Skills and? I will go through that in my presentation. All right, all right. Before that, let me introduce our workshop, which is coming on the 30th. Uh, we are having a two-day workshop. The first day will be free, part of giving the community. This is our target, is to give value to the community. We want to give value, so we're trying to create it with the season two now track of uh, trainings. We already delivered our first one, which was IoT, and it was fully booked from the first week. And we, it was given last week, and it was totally a successful venture. And now we're kicking another training. The first day will be, as I said, it's free for everybody to join and at least start to understand what is really digital transformation, since everybody thinks it's just automation or technology, whereas it is something beyond this, it's something else. Uh, the first part uh, is free. Again, it will be running on the 30th of November. And the second day will be uh, the 7th of December, all right? Uh, the second day will be more exercises, more uh, dive into, there will be a panel, there will be uh, exercises, scenarios, tools, and a lot of uh, material that will be given. So I would really advise you to subscribe. With that, I will go to our speaker today, Pega. I will let her introduce our, herself. And from there, we will start. Pega, please. Perfect. Thank you so much, Rudy, for the introduction. Uh, it's my pleasure being here. Hello, everyone. Uh, as Rudy mentioned, my name is Pega Gol. I'll go through my experiences on the when I shared my presentation. Um, I just wanted to, before I start my presentation, um, okay, I, I have a background of uh, recruitment for over 12 years in this region, the MENA region mostly, and uh, I've seen lots of transformation in the job industry, which I'm going to share with you. But the most important things I want to mention, two things. So actually, I'm a career coach. Um, I published the book called The Formula, which ranked Amazon number one bestselling on Amazon 
since the publishing, which is not long time ago, just before the the COVID-19 hits. And uh, I don't know, was it by uh, coincidence or what, but it served its purpose. That's why I think it reached to the, uh, become the bestseller uh, on a regular basis. Also, I'm a UK certified career coach and serial entrepreneur. I have a few other businesses as well. Recruitment expert, I've done it since 2009, 2008. And also, I'm doing personal branding at this moment for the v, VP, SVPs, and C-level executives that they are in the job hunting, but they wanted to do it in a very different way. Um, also, I'm doing some keynotes and corporate motivational speaking. So before I start the, the presentation, I want to share two things. First of all, you know, um, maybe this talk would be quite different than the rest because I wanted to be and you know every time since the COVID-19 hits I always look at the talks and I'm like okay yes yeah, someone is talking someone is moderating and the rest are listening and I thought what would be the would be the best to be the change that I want to see in the world so I do it in a very quite different way so I want to be everyone else's involved I want um I will ask lots of questions I want to have very interactive sessions and um, it would be very nice of all of you to participate i can see some of you introduce yourself and you're already uh, in the field of digitizations and in the field of future so i'm sure you have also things to share so i uh, would be glad i will ask the question and if you can share it on the chat box i'll go through them and i read them and we can we can share information i just um, want to add uh, something pega pega will sure. be also giving us to one lucky or maybe two, uh, a copy of her uh, digital book. So please stay till the end. That way yes. we can also give... I wanted uh, to go through that as oh, well. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's that. all right, no worries. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, the second thing is, um, with all of my experiences and being involved in recruitment, still I'm involved in recruitment, although I'm doing mostly coaching, um, maybe 85% of my work is very much coaching and helping people to find a better opportunity or to transit, you know, from the where they are and where they want to be and lots of different coaching. And I also still involved in recruitment, especially in fintech industries in any kind of payments. And uh, I can see the demand and I can see and I can understand the whole concept of new jobs that they're coming, which we didn't know anything in the past. Um, but whatever I'm sharing, it's uh, I don't want to consider myself as an expert. Um, I'm sharing lots of information from World Economic Forum and from uh, Forbes, from Glassdoors, lots of different reports that I get because as much as I may know about this market, I need to also understand how globally things will affect it. And as Rudy mentioned, stay with us at the end of this session Two, okay, I will give it to two lucky winners, <laughs> um, uh, a copy, a digital copy of the formula, which it has all the steps from A to Z of job hunting, especially in the modern world. It's funny that my book just came before the pandemic, but it has lots of tips on it that I felt that people need to know um, uh, regarding the digital way of finding job, which um, it is still uh, making sense. And I hope one day my book will be not applicable for any job hunting because it's quite awkward the way we are doing job hunting. But at least for this moment, it's, it's helping a lot. But we are working on it. I'm working on one startup myself to disrupt the market and um, being more of help of the job seekers and the employers, both of them. So if everyone is okay, we're going to start the 
presentation. Rudy, can I start? You can surely start. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. So we are talking about future skills for the digital world. Why? Because and I think this this time uh, I put this picture uh, on the on the display. Uh, it shows that where we want to hit, where we want to go, where is our path. We know that there is there are lots of change are coming, and we know that we need to take the approach for the change. But and it is the most probably the most important part of our life to choose our path and to choose the changes that we're going to go through. And maybe it's a good time. To be honest, I always say to people that they lost their job, maybe actually this is the best time of their life, best moment, because um, they are in the freedom of choosing now which path they want to go. And the possibilities are limitless. So I would like to know why it is the most important time of our life to choose, because most probably the second most important part, it was when we, are, we were choosing the university, what we want to study. But back then, 80% of us, uh, our parents, they choose uh, what we want to study. Um, am I right? <laughs> so most of us, we've gone through this situation that we didn't really uh, feel that we choose the subject that we didn't like it, you know, like uh, in general, the um, the Middle Eastern parents, and I think also the subcontinent, they are like, you're either doctor or engineer, or you're the disgrace of the family. So this is very much common for all of us. And most of us, I think from this region, certainly that wasn't really our choice. And the second part, it was the time that we graduated and we wanted to choose our job again. Uh, we didn't really have the control over it and we didn't choose. Mostly the market was really, um, you know, putting pressure on us to choose what we want to do. So now is the best time and we need, we are going to talk about the uh, jobs that they are going to be in low demand and the jobs that they're going to be in high demand and how we can go about it. So I will check regularly my chat and um, if you can participate, if just in case I ask a question, I would see your re responses and uh, I would be gladly um, reading them and, and talk about them. So the effect of the pandemic, the pandemic affected certain sector more than the rest, actually, we know that. And some of the sectors, mostly their workers, they, they've been affected a lot. And the workers that we are uh, talking about, they are either essential workers, such as delivery personnel, uh, carers and health workers, food, sh um, food shop workers, agriculture workers, and manufacturer and medical goods. So these were the first range that they were affected. Remote workers who come from remotely are likely to keep their jobs, so uh, they can actually keep their jobs. And then uh, displaced workers who have been displaced from their job. These are the most riskiest uh, uh, workers that really got the effect directly. So in the short term or potentially in, uh, to going back in future or completely, you know, in the long term and they completely displace their jobs like hospitality, retail services, travel and tourism. We know that um, it might be very much temporary, but in some cases, it might be actually very much permanent and they lost their job, unfortunately. So there are like lots of fall and rise uh, in the market. And this is something that it's been um, happening. Uh, I think this is the fourth time that we have like a changes in the industrial world and the, we have a new wave is coming. And then, you know, like we uh, with the new wave, so many people, they, they lose their jobs. So many new jobs are coming. So we're going to talk about those ones as well. 
Then we have the industries that they are actually got affected. So arts and entertainment and recreation, travel and tourism, accommodation and food services, retail and e-commerce, which is mostly on the retail sector, real estate, uh, rental and re- leasing sector. So these are the one that, you know, like, Maybe looking at the the startups that they came into the market, no one could have predict that actually Airbnb is going to be suffering. They were absolutely about to boom and they were about to going for IPO. And suddenly these things happen and they got mostly affected like hotels and tourism sectors and aviations as well. You know, so it's it's got really affected in those areas. So there are certain jobs that they are going to be very much low demand. So data entry clerks, admin, uh, administrations, accounting. And why these ones, I mentioned them. I'm not going to go through it. I mentioned them here. You can have a look. Why these jobs are in the, on the risk of you know, getting completely automated. And the person who's actually holding these jobs going to lose their jobs because And these are very much going to be easily automated by the robots or machine learning or anything that they can auto any automated system. It could be even software and doesn't need to be AI, doesn't need to be machine learning, doesn't need to be any of these things. They are quite simple tasks that they can be uh, done by any any automated services or softwares. I'm not sure if you've seen that, but there is a very famous picture about the changes that is happening. And there is a helicopter with the cameraman on it. I don't know if any of you have seen it, just um, maybe please put it in the chat box that you've seen that one. And then it said 2009 to 2019, in 10 years, the cameraman and the pilot lost their job. So that's kind of things because now everyone's doing it with the drones. Um, That's something that I uh, kind of considered as a misleading. Yes, true. But this this didn't happen like overnight. It wasn't like something that suddenly, um, you know, they said, okay, you know what? The cameraman and the uh, pilot, you are fired because now we have suddenly the drones. You know what I mean? It was a very gradual, gradual process that's happened. And uh, it was something that... I'm sure that some of those cameramen, they already are, um, you know, going with the drones here and there, and they have much more fantastic jobs and less headache and less problems um, for booking the helicopter and the, like the petrol, all of these hassles are not going to go through. And even the, um, the pilot most probably are doing more, much more um, fantastic jobs before the pandemic, obviously. So, which now is affected, their their job is absolutely affected as well. So, we mentioned about the jobs that they're at risk to become automated. I want to ask a question now. So, what do you think the job would be that uh, now will be on demand, at least for the next five years? So, I would like to know your sharing as well, please. I got, I th- guys, I think it's time to interact a little bit. If you can just at least write in a chat, that would be good. Thank you, Samer. Uh, I will write also. For an instance, Samer, I thought you were saying cooking, but <laughs> it's coding. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> we have data scientists, more data scientists might work down in the lockdown. Yes. I would say AI also with more yes. advanced forms. Do you have any other suggestions? AI. No, this one for the time being. E commerce, cybersecurity, machine learning, e learning. Yes. Data forensics through Hassam. This is something 
I want mm. to share something actually before we going to the next slide. Actually, while everyone is sharing, and because I'm going to go through those ones as well. Up to a couple of years ago, I had no idea about these techie startup companies. I didn't know how they work, what is the purpose behind it, and like the whole situation of the seed funding and all. And nowadays, I'm actually helping startups for um, because I have like a good relation with some in, uh, angel investors to get you know the the funding uh, in the different. Um, levels and uh, it's a very very interesting area as, as i said i didn't have any idea a couple of years ago i didn't know even those things are exist what they are actually and um so even like facebook is used to be a, one of those startups in 2008 when they started so delivery guys nasreen <laughs> okay and we said leadership is, is is a very good thing that we have to also not forget and this is where we are today possibly yes to- there are certainly soft skills and um you know like hard skills what we call it which we need to have the skills of knowing for example the machine learning coding and all but there are certainly soft skills that almost never go out of you know fashion and you just need to more have muscles for it and more work on it so i'm just going through these um so machine learning, machine learning, e-learning, cybersecurity, leadership, leaderships and managed transformation, absolutely. IT governance, incidents respond, bootcamps mentoring, yes. Content creations, absolutely, yes. Digital marketing and content. Content, something that, again, a few years ago, I was recruiting for one of the uh, leading banks in UAE and they want someone to actually write a content and it was challenging for me to find someone who actually does that with the way that they wanted to lead to their selves you know so educational technology okay perfect so let's go through the next slide yes as you can see I listed here most of you were right and um, yeah data analysis and scientists AI and machine learning specialists big data specialists Digital marketing and strategy specialists. Now, some of these things are very much have the someone who actually can do it and someone who actually managed to do it. So it's not only the um, if you don't know the coding, and um, I'm sure that I'm not interested to learn coding, but still, um, you you would be if you have an idea, you would be able to manage someone who is actually doing the coding and between the business. So like a project managers. Process automation, business development, professional, digital transformation, information security analyst, software application. So you're going through all this, so engineers and, uh, you know, um, all of these. I got this uh, reports out of um, also World Economic Forum, and they mentioned that the jobs that they're going to be high demand in future and they, their jobs are going to be low demand, which they most probably is going to be automated within years. So like looking at these ones, everyone will be like, okay, so I'm not like a techie savvy. (laughs) I don't know how to work with these things. I'm not really someone who can master this and I don't like it, you know? So um, I understand that some of these ones, these uh, jobs that I mentioned, they are like certainly not my uh, expertise and there's something not I'm excited to, you know, to even know about it or to do them or to get my next job out of those. But uh, these are the, the, the hard skills that we talk about. And there are certain soft skills that we also mentioned, like something like managing the uh, leadership and, you know, the managing the process, someone who actually do project management, 
you know, so all of these things are important. I just want to open a quote uh, here, uh, Pega. Maybe these things, we don't really like them today, but I think this is where things are going and where everything is heading. So this is where our future now, and possibly we have to start getting acquainted, as you said, into going into these things. And possibly our, maybe sometimes we say we hate coding. For, for example, I'm a computer scientist originally, but I hate coding. But now the way you see it, maybe we have to go back to coding. This is just an example. Or maybe machine learning, learning AI, learning how to code on the other front, on another perspective, because this is something where it will take us to another level of, Absolutely. Uh, of our journey. Yes. yes, this is something I wanted to get to that. So certainly we need to be more adaptable, more than ever. Everything is happening very quickly. And last year... No one predict that everything going to be so quick. Every everyone going to be immediately want to go um, agile, want to do, want to start to be adaptable with the market, and wanted to uh, do everything digitalized. But now it's become like a, like the, this COVID nineteen. It was an accelerator. It was literally making everything fast. I remember when I start my coaching, I offered normally 20 minutes free coaching and this is for everyone. So for that one, I should have called them. I should have taken their numbers and called them or they wanted to call me. And whenever I proposed the Zoom, because back then even still we had Zoom before the COVID hit, but no one wanted to. And now everyone wanted to do it over Zoom. They don't want it to call or they don't want it to meet in person, which has become much more convenient. And as you said, yes, we should go for learning all of this. But there is a concern always because the technology is changing very quickly. And maybe before, um, like the, the shelf of life skills, it was like something around 30 years. And now it's only six years. So maybe by the time that you become an AI uh, specialist going to university and finish it, it's already changing and there is something new coming up. So for that, I le really um, recommend uh, to focusing on micro credentials. Instead of going to the whole university, you can do that, obviously. But uh, normally it will take four years to, to finish all of this, which with these micro credentials and uh, some courses, which they are now become much more available, you can certainly learn between two weeks to five months, depends on the skills that you want to learn. No matter what we do, I think we need to find out what can link us to any of these, which one of these I, we, we learn, it's going to help us. For example, for myself, I started to do to learn digital marketing and I started to get like to the different courses and understand how digital marketing works and start to writing my own content. So I become a copywriter myself and, uh, you know, they, I create a content for myself. So immediately I changed the way and I adapt myself with the new normal. The good news is things are changing for a better way and the bad news, or I don't know which we call it bad news or the other news is we are not going back to the normal, which we used to call normal. Now it's a new normal and we should, the only way to survive is to be adaptable with the situation. So as I mentioned, I just make it like a 10 very useful um, jobs that they're going to be uh, on demand um, in the next five years, most probably. So coding, cloud computing, data-driven. And even there are certain things that it was not in the um, World Economic Forum, but I felt that they're actually very much relevant in you know, language skills um, 
uh, interpreter and translator. Um, although machines can do it, but still there are certain things that, you know, when we do Google Translate, it's just giving us something completely um, irrelevant sometimes, you know. So data analysis, copywriting, social media managing, selling and communication. This is like a leadership. Selling, if you're in the, on the sell, now is the best time for, uh, for all of you. Because you don't need to go and knock the door. You don't need to do cold calling anymore. The sale even got automated. And if you master it, how you do it, so then you 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 are much easier. You're in a better uh, situation to continue. And you, you will be on demand still just by updating yourself and upgrading yourself and your skills of not selling, but selling in the new uh, normal world. And logistics. Just yes, want to give a comment. Uh, sorry, Pega, to our sure. YouTube audience. Please, also, you can post your questions on YouTube directly, and then we will pick them up to ask Pega. Thank you. Another one is uh, logistics, which we can see it's booming at the moment. And presentation. Presentation. We may take it not seriously, but it's something that we need to certainly learn. Um, except these ones. They're the area which I like to highlight. Obviously, we are going to have lots of things happening with the help of human-art robots, machine learning, AI, you know, all of these things will be part of our life in future. Is this still already there, by the way? We have Siri, we have Alexa, you know, we have like a PA, but robotic PAs, which will be more, um, you know, useful in the, in the, in the very near future. We still have AI, we still have lots of data analysis. Um, I don't know, but I know that there are some marketing uh, companies that they're using some data. When you're passing a shop, actually from your uh, location, they will send you an ad from that shop because they, they already know which, which mall you are, what you're doing there, which, which shop you're passing by. So these are all data analysis and they are, they are part of machine learning. They're part of AI, you know, all of these things, that new technology. So very much um, it's already there. Maybe this um, pandemic serve people on the job more than anyone else to realize that it's a time for upgrading ourselves and going to the, you know, more digital world because kind of force us to do so. None of us, we really realize that myself, I didn't really realize that. I had lots of talks already booked for universities. When the pandemic hits, I was like, oh my God, my life is completely finished. I cannot do anything. But little I know that I was so busy in two weeks time getting lots of online talks. And I was like, okay, this is actually serving me more. But when you're adopting yourself, I'm sure that you can certainly be ahead of the rest. Absolutely. So one more thing I wanted to say when I said everything is going to be very much with the robots and we're going to have more robots involved. So then what we have as a human then differentiate us between uh, differentiate between us and robots. Yes, they are intelligent in certain way, but it's like they're only kind of having brain. So when it's reached to this um, empathy, when it's reached to something related to our heart, when it's related to art and creativity, then they are not going to really um, compete with us. So still, for example, someone who's taking a picture, uh, they can create the best camera in the world, but the eye of, the, uh, of an artist is the one that actually take a best picture. So still, there are jobs 
and that robots cannot replace and you can still find those ones um, as much as obviously you're updating yourself with the technology because you can help actually it can help you a lot you know I know lots of artists that they post their pictures on Instagram and they get clients from that or they start participating in lots of online um, exhibitions and you know they get clients from that so things become much easier for artists as well if they are updating themselves with the new trend. So I'm just, um, this one, I took it directly from the World Economic uh, Forum, the jobs that they are going to be very much uh, emerging roles and jobs for tomorrow. So the cloud computing, content production, these are very much like marketing. So people and culture, product development, sales, engineering. As you can see, data and AI, as you can see, there are so much sub jobs that they are you can you can check for example if you want to know about the ai uh, which area you can you can go or like cloud computing which one you can go or content production for example social media analyst media analyst social media coordinator content specialist content producer content writer and creative copywriter so there are many subcategories that uh, it gives us like an idea for example if I want to, uh, I don't know, if I feel that I, I lost my job, which hypothetically, I'm not working, <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur myself. So, but uh, if I was working and I wanted to do something and I lost my job, I probably go through the content production and use, for example, creative copywriter and start to learn about how to become an effective creative copywriter. And um, again, so uh, for recruitment, I can see that I ha we have a very much high demand on the technology, information technology recruitment happening. Even the company that I used to work, I'm, I'm now helping them a lot for the, as I mentioned, uh, fintech. So, yes, Carol, UI and UX design, absolutely. Customer experience is going to be another one, which is very much on demand and you guys are having uh, whoever knows this the ui and ux um you know the other day i was checking uh, a discussion on linkedin about why companies they want someone who knows ui or ux also no coding and uh, i didn't know that there is like there is completely different but i i know and i educate myself so they said we shouldn't really know coding but we are moving to the part that, you know, maybe knowing a little bit of coding, it can certainly help. They are more looking for someone who's not being specialized in one area, maybe have an idea about the, the other areas as well. So these are some analytical parts that I took again from the World Economic Forum I wanted to share. Uh, very quickly, I'm not going to, uh, to go through that. Um, it's available online, 163 pages. I wrote, <laughs> I read all of it. So um, just wanted to share some of these uh, graphs were uh, actually very much interesting. So there are like a demands on the areas that's very much for the, for the youth, because at the moment we have lots of people undergraduate or graduates that they are like, they don't know what they want to do. And I think it's best for them because they don't need to go through something and then change it completely. So these are also the positions that they are going to be shared between human and robots and how it's going to be. So information and data processing um, is here. Um, all tasks is here. Coordination, developing and managing and advising is less by computer and more by human at the moment, you know, and they are like on the, on the rising, um, obviously, in the future as well. 
But let's say, I don't know if you have in your, um, I don't know from which part of the world are you, but mostly um, I'm under the impression that we are mostly from MENA region. So I don't know if any of your banks has this one or not, but some banks here, they start to have the personal assistant. When you call the online, when you call the phone banking service, some robots are answering. And um, I start to feel that this is really irritating me because uh, I couldn't hear you. Can you repeat again? And then they got it wrong and they don't have the options, you know? So these ones, most probably they're going to look at it in a way that they either enhance it or maybe they uh, they have it again back to the human. Uh, Pega Michel uh, Kirijian actually asked about this chatbots and so on for customer care and services and even for online sales. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is uh, going more viral uh, than before. Yes, our audience is mostly, as per Paul, uh, our audience is from uh, the Middle East and mostly okay. 80% from Lebanon and the rest uh, from KSA and uh, UAE. UAE. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Chatbox and uh, chatbots. <laughs> so, and uh, all these robotic responses, um, they are actually very much on demand and everyone wants to use them and everyone going through to offer those things. But I think for the time being, till they reach to the point that they're really enhancing this, it's uh, it's more creating not very pleasant user experience and then you know maybe chat is different but the phone services um, is not something you know it's not something that it's uh, really um, pleasant uh, experience so i like this poll actually what do you think of the future skills for future jobs be scary full of opportunities lack of opportunities we don't have future skills we are in the progress of learning <laughs> okay yeah i'm uh, as i mentioned these are the um you know like um, um information that i got from this and what i can really su suggest as someone in this field is um as as um, if you're already on the job try to find what is linking you with the future of your job are, is your job is going to be available in the market for the next few years or not? And do some analysis and then check what you can learn, which is very much match with your skills. You like it, you enjoy it, and it's not as scary as the other things. For example, I know that coding is not really my thing. So <laughs> I try to, to stick to the digital marketing mostly because I tried long time ago. I think 20 years ago, it was C++ just came after Java. So I started to understand. And if I, Vega, I you, mean, you mean five years ago? No, C++ was 20 no, years ago. Not, 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 not 20 years ago. You mean five years ago. You don't want to give your age. I'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> it's not that difficult to guess i have over 16 17 years of experience so anyone can calculate yeah. that although i don't look uh, my age but yeah it was 20 years ago i wanted to learn and i find that it's disaster I, I it's not for me i don't know how to do it so anyways um i just wanted to share this this information say that somehow find those jobs that are going to be very much trend in the future 
And it's not very far future, by the way. It's it's happening. It's already happening very quickly. And we already have lots of things changed dramatically within the past nine months. And uh, if we are not going to be updated with the new technology trend, there is a very much scary uh, situation um, that we may encounter. So I'm just going to some of your questions. Um, Rudy, is that okay? And I shared the result of the poll. Oh, nice. Yes, we'll have opportunities. And I like that the audience is optimistic, which is very good. And this is what we actually need, more Absolutely. optimism. Yeah. Uh, I think there's around 12, 13% of people that might need some help and guidance. And hopefully we can share some more value in here. Yes, absolutely. So, okay, I'm just going through some of those questions. I don't think R&D jobs are also in space and manufacturing. Electromachines also not going away on the course of tech analytics and getting on board. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of these, like, we know that, like, um, you know, the Tesla and SpaceX and, um, uh, you know, all of these developments of the different um, Amazon companies for the space and, uh, yeah, the, the machines that they're going to be also very much like self-driving machines, which is part of the machine learning as well. Yeah, these are going to be there, but the jobs that are related, for example, someone who's in the uh, very kind of entry-level jobs and they're just fixing things, this will have, this will most probably going to, um, again, like 100% is going to be replaced um, by robots. They can, they can literally do this kind of uh, entry-level jobs and the jobs that are for the workers. And even for construction, for example, and now we have 3D printing and we have, buildings that they are making with 3D printing and the whole uh, old fashion of doing construction will be replaced very soon. We have many 3D printing buildings at the moment in UAE, which is showing that it's it's going to be replaced very soon. Uh, Pega, we have a question from Tony. He sure. says, so we will need educational, academic transformation strategists or strategies, or I think strategists as far as uh, jobs. Yes. You know, I don't know how many of you agree with me, but um, before the pandemic happened, I was always thinking why we are just doing the education like like 70 years ago, I don't know, like 30 years ago. It's nothing will change. Same curriculum, same way, and same things that is not serving everyone and is not good for like uh, it's not good for every, everyone's talent we're not developing talents we're just telling people and tailoring their their brain to make sure that everyone is knowing the same things and doing the same things and then we start to compare them you know so um, now we started to see lots of changes happening in the education systems, and um, it's it's the same as with uh, with recruitment. I felt that the recruitment is so awkward that everyone is suffering. Recruiters are suffering, um, job seekers are suffering, employers are suffering, everyone is suffering. You know, so their changes are coming, and certainly for the for the education for the future education, we need to have someone to strategize that to come up with the new things and someone with the with the kind of different mindset, having an idea, um, coming with the new solutions and things that you were thinking. Oh, I never thought about that. You know, when Uber started, everyone probably ridiculed that and they were like, "No, it's not going to happen. No one's going to accept that." But now everyone thinking, why we never thought about it this way, you know? So uh, because the technology wasn't there and now it's there and we can do lots of things with the technology. Certainly, yes, we need to have people with the vision 
uh, to start doing these kind of things. That's why we have a rising of startups. That's why um, UAE started to giving the golden visa for the AI specialists and data scientists because they want to develop these uh, for the for the future. And uh, we have lots of startup hubs and all that. They're really helping that. Another thing that I wanted to share, if you are already in the field of uh, information technology and you feel that um, you, you can do a lot and you know a lot and um, maybe you're not as satisfied as uh, you think in your current job and you feel that you're not a nine to five person, you can start to um, get involved in lots of uh, startup situations and helping them and not I'm not suggesting that leave your current job but maybe you can make yourself more available for considering these kind of uh, options as well uh, which is again it has its own um, pros and cons okay so some questions we have also from Muhammad um, so question what is the first thing you look when you want to recruit someone for me or for my clients the answer is the same the most important things is the personality. Uh, lots of things we have that we uh, we know that there are certain skills that person can learn, certain skills that they know. But if I have two candidates, same background, same experience, I will choose the one with the can-do personality, with the more positive personality, with the um, more pleasant personality. Someone who can who a people person who can, you know, go out of their ways. And normally you will get it from their body language. We can easily detect those things, although that later on um, AI will uh, detect all of those things. But us, we also have the gut feeling. We have the uh, information that we take from the uh, situation and we can say that if someone has that kind of willingness attitude or not and this is the same with my clients i normally see that when i feel that that candidate it have much higher chance because of the personality i normally see that the the same feedback from the clients as well so i'm just going to a um, little bit go through this because it's almost the the end of these and uh, just wanted to share this information and also these are my online presence I started actually my YouTube channel very much, uh, I think in May and uh, when the pandemic hits and it was super difficult for me to talk in front of camera. Put me in front of a, a thousand people, I talk without any problem. But in the camera, I was like, no way I can do that. But yeah, now you can see I can actually do that. And on um, LinkedIn, I have over uh, 21,000 um, connections um, please connect with me on LinkedIn and uh, we can we can have more sharing on that and also if you're if you prefer IG you can also add me on IG so I hope you enjoyed um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk more maybe if there is more questions uh, for sure it's going to be tackling more situation of the sure Pega do you mind stop sharing the screen so I can ask you my first question sure <laughs> things that i learned by the way i learned all of these skills after the pandemic so <laughs> sure all right uh, let me ask you the first question which i prepared you mentioned it that today automation is somehow taking the routine jobs robotics are also helping and taking these jobs and ai also is trying to take jobs but do you think that we actually going to be firing employees or this is not the idea of automation and so ever this technology taken over human lives, let's say? 
Yeah, I. What are we supposed I, to do with people? You know, now we automated their job. What are, What are we supposed to do with them? Yes, a uh, very good question. And you know, from my childhood watching the Terminator and all, you know, you're always thinking that this may happen. <laughs> so we have like a robot, um, you know, taking over uh, us and all these things. Um, uh, yeah, maybe back then it was kind of thinking this way. Um, at this moment, we have yes, certain jobs that going to be automated by. Um, you know, automation systems. However, there are rise of many jobs, many jobs that, you know, you will be like shocked to know that actually you can do it. A few years ago, we didn't have influencer vloggers this way that they are doing it. No one knew that they can make money out of YouTube. And, um, you know, it already started to creating and People can, can, everyone can do it. Everyone can do it. There is no limitation. The best thing is there is no limitation. You don't need to have certain criterias. Um, you can just do whatever you like to do and choose which one is matched with the future of the jobs. And although, yes, certain jobs, especially on the interim level, they will be eliminated and they will be completely automated. And this is something that scares everyone but it's a kind of shared responsibility uh, between the government some of the government they're gonna you know help the workers because there are certain workers that they don't have any skills but it's not also only on them every time i'm having someone as a coachee i'm always saying that it's not about anyone else we need to take you know the responsibility and we need to do that you know um yeah we can sit and moan and we can say oh yeah i lost my job due to this and so what you know um what you can do right now what do you think is the best and seriously not better time than now to start to have like a different areas of anything to do with the future of the technology and the, te the digitization world and make you much more available to do things that you like to do. Why are you going to nine to five job and doing data entry when you can do something else and then automa automatically, um, you know, have the uh, income without need you to be there personally? So what's best, better than this? I know some people right now during the pandemic, they're working nine to five, but they're not working from nine to five or put, uh, like behind the computer. In between, they go one hour for swimming, doing other things. And also, you know, you can have lots of, um, lots of products, lots of different things, again, that you can do anytime. You can automate your sales, like lots of coaches, what they do, they have like a different products they offer. You can record yourself one time, teach what you know, and then record it, and then you can sell it online as a course. When could we do that, all this? That's so easy. And then that course is going to sell. Even if it's $10, it's going to sell over future. And then you have like always the side income. So as much as it may sound scary, it's actually very exciting. And I'm super excited uh, for this new era it's a very uh, exciting situation yeah i have to agree i think upskilling side is very important today not just to upskills inside our work as entrepreneurs but as our own self for entrepreneurs also and uh, this is very important i just want to share a vi quick video please stay with us pega will continue ask uh, qu answering questions and we will go to the lucky a person who will get a book but i just want to share this video quickly to summarize also this topic which is the upskilling 
quickly. If you want to take a question, uh, Pega, also. I just want to share something, the new um, trends. Can everyone see me? <laughs> new words that they didn't exist in the past, <laughs> you know, after this all communication. And, oh, I don't know what's happening or I don't know why he's not sharing, you know, all of these things that it's uh, with the new technology, but it's become very new normal as well. So we have uh, uh, Naif. I think I was not wrong now. I'm learning my fourth language. How about customer service job in demand? Yeah, I mean, um, knowing more languages is certainly help. And uh, the customer service, as we mentioned uh, earlier, the, the nature of customer service is going to change. And um, yes, you can you can maybe move to the more, um, you know, copywriting, content writing in different languages. Um, I don't know if any of you know about, for example, Fiverr or, you know, these kind of platforms, these kind of apps that you can start to put your skills up there and you can you can offer them and uh, people can come and choose, for example, you or someone else that they're offering, for example, uh, translation, interpretation and, you know, all our content writing with different languages. Okay, so let me try to share it now. It's a quick video. The Oxford study frightened a lot of people. Confirm if you can hear you know, it. Just Google 47% job loss. You're going to see that number over and over again. And I think people were deliberately playing on fear. They didn't say 47% of jobs are going to be lost. They go out of their way to say, we are not saying 47% of the jobs are being lost. We are not saying that. But the headlines were 47% of jobs are going to be lost. What they said was 47% of the things people do in their jobs can be automated. And that's a completely different thing. And by the way, that's not even particularly big news. My father sold insurance 25, 30 years, and I'm sure along the way said, we want to figure out actually what jobs are going to be eliminated. Not, not the skill-based approach, but a whole different way. And they said, over the similar time period, we're going to lose 9% of jobs. And then you say, well, 9% of jobs in 20 years, that still sounds like a lot. But if you think about it, that's pretty much the normal churn of the economy. If you look at 1950 to 2000, you probably lost 30%. You know, switchboard operators went away and, and typewriter repairmen lost their jobs and all of that. But that is probably a normal rate that technology um, just creates and destroys new industries. And it does it reasonably gradually. It isn't quite as uh, dramatic as people say. So any more questions you want to answer? Okay, anybody wants to take a live question, raise the hand. I have shared the feedback survey. Please help us. We really love to listen to your feedback and to enhance our DX Talk format. Also, if you want to join our WhatsApp group, uh, I have posted the WhatsApp group link. So you can know what's happening, what's cooking, what's happening next week, all the trainings, all the speakers, everything related to that. So Pega, any question you want to answer? Yes, please go. My question is, uh, we're talking about people may lose their jobs. Maybe you should uh, look into uh, changing into something that uh, could be useful in the future. But in, in my opinion, uh, losing jobs already started with the pandemic. Um, a lot of companies have found out that uh, they can uh, operate with at least 50% of their capacity and uh, the other 50 may work from home full-time, part-time or none, right? It's been mentioned customer service has also been changed, all right? In the, and uh, most of companies that deal with uh, consumers have switched into direct consumer approach or relationship. So there are a lot of salespeople, a lot of marketing, a lot of stuff like that is going away. So um, 
what what would be the advice to people i also uh, believe that those that we don't have to all change uh, or switch into digital or data analytics or so so on and so forth but i believe that we need to move into an era where it's uh, driven by humans not driven by machines so human beings need to be smarter than the machines in order to be able to manage that so what is the what would be the advice because a lot of people have lose are losing their jobs and i and i agree with what was said uh, don't do something that you're not happy with be creative in what you want to do and many of us on the screen today in this uh, amazing um, webinar have tried that and it worked and it's successful and there are there are a lot of opportunities out there and you can be your own boss i think that that's what the pandemic has also offered with all the bad things there are a lot of uh, uh, good things like rega learning to uh, to be on webinars and in front of the camera not in front of 100 people and so on and so forth so i think what i'm trying to say what would be a concrete advice for everybody to look optimistic to the future and what would be the opportunities a lot of people reach out and say you know if you find a good job for me let me know and people say good job for me are you good for the good job or not what are the skills do you have all right so from you as an expert in the field uh, there are a lot of advices you can give i guess um, uh, upgrading upscaling the skills the calib- the caliber the capacity the uh, whatever to be smarter than the machine not to take over your job thank you so much thank you hasam it was i think it was a great question take up please absolutely and also hasam he covered lots of things in his question himself so i'm i'm glad of that as well <laughs> so um yeah um actually what i i really tried during these you know like normally we have uh, career coaches or job hunting coaches and they teach how to do your cv this 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 and i do that as well but my focus within these few months was that don't when you lose your job we know that there are people lost their job don't just sit and apply for the job be creative do the upscaling you know start to learn things that it might get you you know like when i myself i attend some um you know some classes for digital marketing um i didn't know lots of these jobs that they actually exist like i can be affiliate of certain product i had no clue and i can do lots of different things right now i'm a career coach i'm doing lots of talks i'm doing talks in different area i'm being invited for podcast i have companies they come to me um i'm not talking about the 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 coaching the coaching part i have candidate that they have problem with their cvs they want to do personal branding uh, and i'm i'm also helping them with the transition i'm also helping them to to little bit 
think and not being robotic in the approach of, you know, okay, I know this, that's fine. I'm going to continue this. I don't know anything else. When I sit with them and I talk, we go through their different uh, things that they know and different talents that they have. We reach to lots of places that they never thought about it. We need to educate ourselves. We need to upscale and it's, it's, it's a necessity. And uh, just sitting and thinking that, okay, I lost my job. I need to start. The, I need to keep sending my CVs and I'm going to get it is the old paradigm. We need to shift our paradigm and our beliefs and going with the, with the whole new, uh, you know, direction of the information technologies. And uh, I just, in this area that the, the digital marketing, I found out that there are many jobs, literally thousands of jobs that not many know about them, but if you started to learn, if you just use one platform, then you can up the, and you upscale yourself, you can reach to many things. And as you said, lots of entrepreneur, lots of solopreneur. And sometimes, you know, you don't need to really work for someone having your um, salary because you know that on a regular basis, you're going to have your cell and everything automated for you. And now you have more time with your wife and your children, with your husband and your children. And, you know, like, and if we can change this paradigm in our head, the future is not scary. It's actually very much promising. As much as we know that the artificial intelligence, it might be faster than human and all these things. But at the end of the day, you know, like we want to have our own time instead of working from nine to five and coming back home very tired. I remember there was a time that I was working 14 hours a day uh, because I was doing recruitment and in agencies, normally six o'clock, if they, you go home, they look at their uh, their watch and they said, oh, you're working um, a half day, right? You know, like, <laughs> but now I don't need that. I can work any time of the day if I'm a early bird or, you know, like a night owl, I can do whatever I like to do. And this is the beauty of, you know, uh, the situation with the information technology and the future of the digitization. Uh, Pega, you don't, if you don't mind me adding something about digital sure. uh, transformation and more specifically in the AI field, I think AI should be an assistive for getting us smarter, not the other way around, fearing of it. Uh, we will need to learn something about AI and how to work with it, something about data analytics and the tools. And I'm talking here about the tools, yes, uh, we will need, because there was questions, Hossam asked something, and Walid, I think uh, you asked about uh, auditing. Uh, this, these jobs will not go. They will only no. be assistive. We need to control the technology, learn the technology to help us become augmented skills. So Absolutely. we need to augment our skills using these technologies, these smart technologies. And with that, they will not replace us. And there's a lot of job, but there's a routine job that, of course, you need to uh, think about them. And this is where you need to upskill these people to change them into something more, uh, you know, uh, related or uh, upskilled uh, jobs related to them. Uh, so this is my take also on the artificial yeah. intelligence. To also, add. I'm going to add something on that. Just imagine that you're going, you, um, you're going from Lebanon to, uh, to Germany and you don't know how to speak German. Although you can, you know, communicate somehow in English, but if you learn German, it's going to be much easier. So if you learn about how computer works, how things in the background and the coding or anything related to your job or data analysis or data scientist, 
it's certainly help you for audits. They, they, the machine learning, they can, they can, um, you know, detect the fraud, and uh, which something sometimes might not be detected by us. But who is going to take those information and use it? Humans. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, shall we try to give our first book? How how are we gonna make it? Before we take a question, Hussam, Before we take a question, just one second. Just wanna let uh, Pega choose. Uh, I don't know. Why should I? Or, or, we'll, or we'll say we'll ask a question. The first comment. You wanna do it this way? Yeah, that's good. So, what do you think about the this session so far? <laughs> Tricky question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take the second good question. <laughs> Muhammad. Muhammad, you're going to be taking Pega. Here we go. <laughs> Just please uh, send me your uh, email and your info, and then I'll, I'll communicate with you also on this. We have another one. Stay tuned. Uh, Hossam, you were saying something? No, never mind. I was, um, since the audit is, uh, is close to my heart and investigations, I... Uh, I just wanted to add to what you guys just mentioned. Sure. Uh, and, and I just gave a presentation to the uh, internal audit, uh, to the fraud examiner chapter in Athens two days ago about uh, uh, how automation um, will uh, help internal auditors. I want to add that uh, there will be no more, um, I, and I can guarantee that, although I'm not uh, an IT guy, there will not be uh, the traditional auditor that depends on manual analysis, that will depend on face-to-face -face interaction, that will not be a place for an internal audit that will not be able to audit if he's not on site. So we have to, as auditors, learn a lot of skills to stay in the business and beat the machines taking our work from us. Is Learn how the machine works and how to use them to add value. Two, learn how to conduct remote auditing successfully with adding quality, with quality and adding value. Three, learn the skills of hearing, observing, watching, and listening carefully and dealing with Zoom and chats and all of that stuff because lots of audits will be done remotely through um, electronics, uh, machines and, and platforms. So if we don't scale ourselves with at least these things as auditors, yes, your job will go away or we will not have a job if we stay traditional. Thank you. Thank you, Hassan. Thank you so much. I should yes, have gotten the book. Right? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Maurice, please go ahead. Walid or Maurice? Well, well, please go ahead. Do you think uh, we need to change how the education industry works from school up to universities? Our kids, how they should learn the future? Yes, um, certainly this is something that it's concerning everyone. And um, it's not even concerning now because of this uh, situation of the COVID. Uh, it was concerning even before it hits. And uh, everyone was like, how it's going to be like this? And I don't want it. And we are going to have a future of education changing in a way that most probably, you know, they can choose um, our kids. They can choose wh what they want to really learn and is not going to be the same curriculum and uh, that what we have at the moment in the universities or in the schools is going to be completely different 
and most probably is it will be very much shorter uh, because as I mentioned before the skills was like staying on the shelf for like 30 years now it's maximum six years and by the time you already you know uh, feel that you um, you're behind because the technology is really going fast so certainly uh, there are things that it will change there are already changes happening in the education and the system will also change in, in terms of more um, having options to do it in a different way and um, yeah and so this will, will be disruptive for sure so we will retire sooner than yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> to be honest as I mentioned like it's not even if I if you if you listen to um, the uh, World Economic Forum last year when they predicted the jobs that the changes are going to be no one never thought about the pandemic and no one thought that the pandemic gonna hit and the change is going to be that dramatic, you know? So, but um, um, what I can say, it's with the information that I have right now and with the things, the changes that we can see, we can predict that this will be uh, for sure that trends in the future and we have more time to do our own things, you know, so. Please raise your hand if you wanna have, uh, I'm gonna take another two final questions before we uh, We have conclude. two winners or one. One, we have the second one. You have to choose from the people that answered just before my comments. <laughs> choose one. No, no, I cannot. <laughs> Please, just Please do it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm going to, uh, because we have different people that there are in the, in, sure. the, the, uh, in the webinar today. So I will. I would like to give to someone who's actually uh, want to learn the job hunting. Um, if they think that their job is already... Um, maybe they don't have at the moment um, a job or they think that their job will be on the risk of losing because this is like um, the, the, the whole things about the job hunting. It's not about changes that you can take, but it has about how to write your CV, how to do the perfect interview, uh, the tips and tricks behind the job hunting, the personal branding and uh, negotiation. So lots of things are there that, um, you know, and it's not a, like a heavy book and it's not even so expensive, but it certainly add value. And that's how it uh, got the um, regular number one bestseller because it's always, you know, like recommended to different people. So I'm going to ask whoever thinks that they, they feel that, this, this book can help them. Please maybe put the comment and we, we're going to take the first comment. Sure. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> no, I know. Rudy Sabri, yes. <laughs> so, yes, it is um, soft copy. If you, want, if you are in, in UAE, you want the, uh, the, the hard copy, I can always, you know, meet somewhere and okay. you can give it, or you can sure. always order the so Amazon. We have uh, my 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 similar name, Rudy, which said yes. he wants. The second one. And then I think Rudy is in uh, UAE. If I'm yes. Right. Really? So that will be hi. Yeah, hi, Pega. Hi. Hi, Rudy. How are you doing, Rudy? Yeah, great, great. I'm, I'm living in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay. So you are based in Abu Dhabi? Yeah, yeah, I live in Abu Dhabi. Okay, so anytime that you pass to pass by and you come to Dubai, let me know and uh, we can you can add me on LinkedIn and we can arrange a time, you know, so I can give the book to you and I can do the um, you know, signing as well for you. Sure, it would be my pleasure. Is it on Thank Kindle? Uh, some people are asking. It is everywhere. It's on Kindle. It's on Amazon. It's um, any kind of online stores. It's over 700 online stores you can find it. Okay. Amazon.ae. Yeah. Uh, they have the paperback, uh, which I think they will send to Lebanon also. Like uh, Amazon.ae. 
FR, Amazon that, um, you know, like uh, for Germany, for UK, for US, and all of them are available, even Australia. Um, and Kindle, um, like all the online platforms. Sure. Kindle, Barnes uh, & Noble, uh, Apple Book, and Jam Alone. Okay, we have uh, Sofia Olivia Reynoso de la Para. Sorry if I misspelled your name. Uh, she said she lost her job also. So hopefully this was helpful for you, Sofia, where we can have and share a lot of benefit and uh, uh, upskilling for you. So I'm going to take the last question before we uh, conclude. Anybody want to raise a hand so we can do it in a proper way? So Michelle already downloaded it. Congratulations. Uh, Sophia, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn and uh, I have lots of uh, things that I share on a regular basis and I have my own talks um, every every Thursday. It's a live uh, on LinkedIn and I share lots of free information also if you subscribe to my um newsletters you're gonna receive like a, every every two weeks uh, some tips on job hunting so i'm providing lots of uh, free information uh, because i feel that this is something i can give back to the society okay so i shared the pega's linkedin uh, i shared the feedback survey and the whatsapp group for you to join so if you want to connect with pega anytime and you want to also follow her show uh, with that, I will take one last question if there's no one so we can start concluding. If anybody wants to open a mic, raise a hand right on the chat. We would really thank you. Thank you, Mihai. Yes, we are trying. And I think also Pega is in this, trying to give value and feedback. And we're giving, trying to give to the society as much as we can. In the end, there's somehow also we need to give. And then there's a limit in giving because we need to have some support also. So we are trying as much as we can with this. Yeah, thank you so much, Rudy. Anybody wants to uh, have, yes, anybody wants to have a last go? No questions? Pega's going to be uh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Inas. Thank you, Naif. Thank yes, you, Ala. Thank you, Ala, Naif, Inas, Mihai, Sophia. Thank you. Thank you all. With that, I will uh, conclude if we don't have any further questions. I would just want to say thank you to all. Thank you to all. It was very valuable, Pega. I think this was very exciting. And hopefully with this, we can really, I thought, I hope we brought value and we can build on this value and continue upscaling, continue helping and continue everybody, continue having jobs and maybe being entrepreneurs also. I myself, uh, recently, I became a self-dependent entrepreneur. So with that, in the midst of, you know, uh, all of this crazy world, I decided to quit everything and then start fresh and focus on this platform. Thank you, Pega. Thank you all, each one who interacted. It was very valuable. And I'll see you soon. If it's not next week, the week after. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you so much, Rudy. Thank you, everyone. You make it worthwhile. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Pega.